Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online you'll experience the all-new Cerebral Way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. From the center of the galaxy, this is the Four Center podcast feed. I'm Ken Knapsack for another edition of Star Wars Ranked. Mean a guest, ranking Star Wars, it doesn't get any simpler, simpler than that. Returning to the show today is Billy Biz himself, Billy Patterson. Welcome back, my friend. 
I, I'm sorry I'm coming with such a downer topic today. It's, oh, great. It's just a 45-minute-long yeah. uh, funeral. Yeah. So, hey, full disclosure, we're uh, banking some episodes. So we recorded this one a little while back, not too long ago, but it was before uh, Billy and I had seen Rise of Skywalker. We're going back in a time machine here. Uh, we are still Mandalorian had ended. What happened to that little... Uh, oh, I don't want to spoil it for my UK fans. Um, so... Uh, but we needed to bank some episodes, and I wanted to play this one, and I, this is kind of an evergreen topic. So if anything in this that's about to be referenced seems weird because we found something out more in uh, Rise of Skywalker, that's why. I don't think that'll be the case, but actually uh, there's some possibles, uh, possibilities. Um, that's where we're at. So anyways, today's topic, uh, as uh, proposed by Billy, is Star Wars ranked gone too soon. These are the Star Wars characters that came and went pretty fast and uh, there's no hard set fast rules for this it started from uh, a suggestion from billy and a list of a name i won't take it away in case you you know you, you you use it here i don't have your list in front of me right now um but then as i was making my list and as billy was making his list organically just kind of went different spots and it's kind of an emotional gone too soon uh, this is uh, just characters that we liked and maybe wanted wanted to spend more time with, want to spend more time with, and uh, that's the genesis of the conversation today. So, so Billy, this was your idea. Yeah. Um, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was having a dark day. Yeah. Now, um, I think this is, these are some of my list. It's half and half. It's characters that I just like, man, I liked you. I, I, I wanted just a little more face oh, time with you. And then some of them yeah. are literal like, oh, you, you exited the story too soon and I need yeah. to know a little bit more about you. You you quite literally left too <laughs> yeah. soon. Yeah. Some of them emotional. It's like, no, you left at the right storytelling moment, but yeah. come back just come for, back. for the feels. Come back. That's great. That's a great topic. Um, uh, this is what we do here in Star Wars Rank. There's a lot of things in Star Wars to rank. Sad departures of characters just might be it. So we're, uh, we're going to start the list. We go five to one, work our way up. And Billy, we're going to start with your number five. I guess this is, should just be a blanket statement. Uh, <laughs> there are going to be inevitably spoilers to different pieces of Star Wars media going into yes, this. Yes, that's a great idea. You know what? Uh, you, again, you're a great producer. Light spoilers for all of Star Wars. <laughs> Including, <laughs> including uh, maybe a book or two, uh, including uh, definitely a, a recent video game, Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, so we'll just tee that up right sure. now. Light spoilers, but I figure maybe by this time, um, you know, uh, and, and my, I'm going to double check. I'm going to say right now, I don't have, let me double check yours. I do have yours now. No Mandalorian stuff on here. No Mandalorian stuff uh, on here. That's still, uh, we're still, this is definitely playing long before uh, they get it in uh, international markets. Yes. So that one you're safe on. Everything else, light spoiler warning. So All right. my number five comes from... Um, Galaxy's Edge Black Spire, uh, the novel. Oh, yeah, um, man. So, spoilers for that. Um, this is Cardinal, a.k.a. Archex. Yeah. And so, I'm actually not a big reader. I have a really hard mm. time reading words and then coming up <laughs> yeah. with the pictures in my head, and gotcha. it just becomes gobbledygook. I, I 
it'll get you. But for some you. reason, this yeah. novel, I was I was on a trip to Paris and I was like, all right, yeah. well, I, I like Disneyland, so I'll give this one a shot. Right. And it hooked me. Yeah. And I hadn't even read Phasma yet. I didn't even realize this was a sequel right. to, a, yeah, to yeah, another yeah. book. It just, they dropped me in the middle and I got it. Yeah. And this character of Archex, mm-hmm. I immediately gravitated towards because... I tend to be a sucker for movies or stories or or whatever about people who are just trying to find their place Mm. in a world that they don't understand. And so we come upon Archex, who used to be this, you know, really badass in the first order. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And now he's kind of, you know, he's he's been crippled. He's in pain. All He's he's like Dr. House almost, you know, and he's he doesn't he doesn't believe in the ideals of the first order anymore, right. but he's not, that doesn't mean he's automatically resistant. Right. Right. And I loved that choice to be like, Hey, just because I, I not with them doesn't mean I'm with you. Right. I'm just with me. So I loved that this character mm. the whole time is just, you know, we, we have Vi Marathi and she's doing all these cool spy things and she's, you know, she's our mm. protagonist. And there's this guy who's like, man, I was, the man. And now I'm just sitting here. Yeah. There are chapters of this book where he's just like, I'm sitting here and I, I have nothing to do and it's killing me. Yeah. And I felt yeah. like that was some of the most compelling stuff. Am I? What, right? am I, what am I as this person? If now? I'm not yeah. first order, then mm-hmm. what am I? Mm-hmm. And ultimately he makes a very heroic sacrifice at the end of the book. And mm-hmm. I was so devastated because I just had fallen in love with this character. I was like, I cannot wait for the next book in the series. And it's Vi and Archex and their adventures (laughs) and gone. He's just gone. He like, he goes out in a blaze of glory, but he's gone. And I just loved this character. I loved every choice that uh, Delilah is Delilah Dawson. Delilah S. Dawson. I love every choice she made. He, he even like to the point where I'm saying like, he doesn't know he, he thinks maybe he has romantic feelings and Vi's like, nah, that's, I'm not feeling it. And I don't think he was feeling it either. I really think he was just like, I I don't hate you. Yeah. I feel affection for you, and I don't know what that means. Yeah, like yeah. everything about this character was great. So so seeing him go, just it it sucked. It, it, it had did, to yeah. happen. It had to. Yeah, but, yeah. No, I love it. Have you have so have you gone back and read Phasma? Yeah, I, I did go back and read Phasma. Uh, okay, yeah, and it definitely uh, like yeah, even strengthens shelf, yeah. like the yes. di- the dichotomy of the character between the two is yeah. just so great. Uh, that yeah. that it just it 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 hurt the wound it it twisted the knife. Yeah, fast was on my re reread list uh, because I I ended up really enjoying it. Halfway through the book, wasn't sure what I was reading in a sense of like this is really different Star Wars to me. And yeah. then and I I came around on it and definitely happy to see Delilah S. Dawson was able to build an, on these characters and and bring them back. Um, so I want to go re- restudy some of the Cardinal stuff specifically. It's really fascinating. And I'm right there with you. Me and Scrimshaw, we love our old grumpies in Star Wars. <laughs> and Archex is definitely that. But it, it, it really – it's it, you're, you're absolutely right because Finn goes through that, hey, you know, you're not First Order, but you're not quite Resistance yet journey. But this is, this is someone who I think had more of a, a – choice in leaving if that makes sense where finn it was it was he didn't want to be part of first order didn't like what he was doing but it was fear he was fearful of ren and phasma and himself cardinal you know some things happen uh he's rescued right or you know he, he's he's beaten to the brink of death basically right and uh, that that's so in a, in a way it's almost he it doesn't have choice as well i guess you could say it, it, but 
he's not there yet. And, and, and then I still, it's similar as, as I ramble through this, sorry, but like similar to me, a little bit of Luke's journey in last Jedi where Luke needed, he knew what he needed to do. He did, wasn't there yet. He was trying to discover himself again and he ends up doing something that he needed to do his way. Yeah. And our chicks does that. I just think, you know, especially as someone who does have a hard time reading, I've even like, mm-hmm. you know, I've been telling you, I've been reading Master and Apprentice for five years now. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it, it just takes me a while. But yeah. I read this book in about a week or yeah. less uh, when I was in it's Paris. Great, right. It's a great read. Yeah. And, and I have to say, when he shows up, it's yeah. in his in his red gear again. It's mm. one of the best Star Wars reveals and it's yeah. not even filmed. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and, and and you feel it, and you feel it, and Vi's so great in the story. There's a lot uh, from from a book that's basically an ad for a theme park, like quite literally, quite literally. <laughs> yeah. uh, I I say it's one of the best bits of Star Wars writing because of that. Yeah, that that. Uh, imagine if you're Delilah Dawson, and they're like, "Hey, we're going to let you. You know, we want you, not let you. We're going to want we want you to write another Star Wars novel. Bring back some of your characters. Great. What is it? Oh, Galaxy's Edge. You're yeah. going to need to sell it. That could have been so bad." And the story of V and all the stuff and the, and the villagers, everything's great. But Archex is, is, a, is a weird glue to the story that I wasn't expecting. Yeah, same. Great. I, I, lo- I love that that character, cool. that book. Everything. Well, maybe, you know, there's a chance for more. I, maybe not going forward, obviously. But um, I don't know how he got into, you know, I, I, I do believe he was a, he was a Jakku orphan, right? Archex, yeah. yeah. So there could be, some, could be some room for him there. I'll That's take great. it. Number five, that's great. My number five, all right, it's not as, uh, it's not as deep as our checks here. Uh, <laughs> this is just a guy I just really love, and it's Zev Sineska, Rogue Two. Repeat, I, I found him. Repeat, I found him. I love Zev because it's just, I love Snow Speeders. I love Hoth, and he's so warm he got that smile, and when he finds Han and Luke as a kid, I just connected to the guy. Like, what a hey, this is the rebellion. We're helping each other, man. I'm finding people there. I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up the search. I found them. Repeat, I found them. And then he dies. And he he's dies. So close, too. Yeah, he's so close. Luke literally says, This is it. This is it. Yeah. And to see it, and it was one of the ones as a kid. Um, you know, you lose, you lose, you lose some folks in, in, in Return of the Jedi and, and New Hope. But I, I don't know. For this one, I just always, I've always just loved Rogue Two going down. And uh, a lot of this list, this list could just be Rebel pilots that didn't make it. I mean, I it, it was hard for me. I had to pair yeah. out some Rebel pilots because it's like, yeah, that's yeah. That's and, and the conversation is going to keep going as it should. Yeah. Um. But I, I just, I've always loved. And then, and then at some point. I don't know when I learned that was his name, you know, Zev Sineska. And it just like, it made it even more cool for me. Zev, Zev's gone, man. You know what that moment is great that I yeah. found them? It's because, uh, especially like when you take into the full canon of Star yeah. Wars and everything that we know, all their adventures and stuff, you really, if you were a rebel soldier, you just got to. You got to celebrate the small wins. Yes. And for for them have just been, they are literally yeah. beaten into the ends of the earth in the cold, like, yeah. you know, ice cube. So where it's just like, man, we have another, like, potential casualty of another major person. It's Two, like, yeah, we can't yeah, lose these guys. We can't lose. Come on. And yeah. then it's like, no, it's okay. Yeah. I, I love to. It's like, not like we got them. It's, 
I found, found them. them. <laughs> I found them. Now nah, it's so great. It's good. And, and, you know, and Harrison Ford's reading of the, uh, you know, uh, of what. Nice of you to yeah, drop, drop in. in. Um, love that moment there. So give me more Zev. And, and I, I do believe I'm trying to, I should have just looked at Wikipedia's other appearances. There's other places in New Canyon. I think he might've already appeared. I have still yet to read the uh, first uh, battlefront novel to the uh, twilight company one by Alexander freed. Um, he may be in that too. So if you're listening and going, Hey, there's more Zev. Uh, yeah, I'm aware I'll find it. Um, but just uh, that, that's a memory that goes to my youth, man, that grew up when we didn't have all legends, even wasn't what it was right. in the eighties. And just like, what a poor guy! Like he he's so guy he's smiling one he's minute, so jubilant. <laughs> dead the next, it's the cost of the rebellion. So that's my number five, Rogue Two, Zev Sinesco. It means we're up to your number four. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm flipping the script a little bit uh, on there the fly. Okay. Uh, I'm changing the order because uh, yeah. again, looking uh, yeah, a lot of pilots, a lot of pilots. But I have another yeah. pilot. Yeah. Who was at the Battle of Hoth. There we go. That I think is, yeah. in, it's very similar. I'm talking about Dak. Oh, um, Dak. And oh, the reason Dak this one yeah. hurts so bad is because of that. How you feeling, sir? Oh, I feel like I could take them all on myself. <laughs> it's like sometimes you forget in Star Wars mm-hmm. that they are in a war yeah. and that, you know, People are going to to die. Young young men, young yeah. women, yeah. who young their, Doros, right, young Celestians, they're, they're going to die. And just the mm. the unbridled enthusiasm to mm. just be yanked away so fast. Like yeah. he had to die. He had to die because it shows that. <laughs> did he? Did poor Deck have I, to die? I, <laughs> yes, he did. I, did. I think dramatically, it's mm. like. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. did he have to die? Like within. Five seconds of <laughs> out there. Like, could you have had him do one cool thing? One cool thing. Just one thing. He's like, all right, steady, Dak. Yeah. No. Oh, look, we got a malfunction and fire. <laughs> I you know, when I was a kid, the whole time I thought I was like, how? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I could concentrate if I knew I was driving around in something with a dead body behind me. Like, that would just throw me off. I've thought about that. Yeah. No, that's a great thought. I've had, yeah. I had that too of like, Luke just kind of said, look like, oh. All right, we got to keep going. I mean, you got to. You got to. I would, like, pull over. Yeah, pull over. Pull over my Camry. (laughs) And and maybe Luke's thinking, maybe he's not dead. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. But I've had that sleeping on the job. Yeah. I could take over the whole empire myself after a siesta. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But but poor Dak. He's just, he was, he's the... uh, He's the the little uh, you know the little soldier that that you just want to you yeah. just want to see. He's like in in the Matrix. He's like Mouse. He's just like yeah. the little guy that you're just like yeah. yeah. You can fight the uh, no 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 a casualty of war Dang. and he he dies in a pretty gnarly way. Yeah, that, that's that's pretty bad. He does. He you just, does. You're flying backwards. Flying backwards. <laughs> he can't see. And then yeah. and then. And and for me as a kid, it was the the thought of if maybe he's alive and Luke's trying to save him, and he gets squished. Yeah, like like now you're definitely it's like a, <laughs> it's like some kind of Bugs Bunny cartoon. <laughs> it's just like yoink and yoink. It's like the the babysitter from Jurassic World who gets the yes. worst Jurassic worst. Park death, and she's maybe one of the nicest people <laughs> yeah, in it. Just vicious. Yeah. <laughs> so you're right. poor, poor dad. You know what? I yeah. didn't even think about. It. It's like oh, it, it is almost comical it's how just, dead. Yes. Oh, he dead. He dead. <laughs> um, uh, Dak is great. Also, uh, I love the character Dak. I wrote about Dak in Why We Love Stars, and something happened with my uh, like spell check, and his name got misspelled in several places, and I was upset with the copy editing process because I felt it was disrespected. 
uh, I think it's like Dax. Like I was the computer thought I was writing Dax Shepard. Oh, <laughs> and, um, no, <laughs> it got through. It got through. And the copy editors at the publisher didn't, you know, they didn't really know Star Wars. So I remember reading the book, you know, getting the book in my hands like, ah, oh, no, <laughs> Dax names misspelled. <laughs> uh, so I love this character and uh, he definitely de- deserves respect. So, uh, yeah, that Battle of Hoth took out some heroes. Um, so now we are up to. Um, that is your number four. You moved that around, which means we're up to my number four. And um, uh, we do this from time to time. We slide in. We slide in maybe one or two. We'll cheat a little bit. My number four is actually two characters. And I'm going to Solo. And I am going to Val and Rio. So I love that movie. And without a doubt, the death of Val, more than Rio. <laughs> Rio's death, sad, didn't inspire a lot of uh, problems. Val's death, I know, a lot of people are unhappy with it. Uh, unhappy to see such a talented performer go so quick, uh, a woman of color character go so quick, and, and serve uh, the bigger needs of the story, no doubt. And uh, and that's, this isn't about that conversation. I, I just feel we want to acknowledge that, that that's part of the conversation about the character. But I'm just going in story to the characters of, of Val and Rio, who I think uh, I love hearing John Kasdan and Lawrence Kasdan describe the train sequence about Han Solo being shown really right in front of his face the cost of the life he wants now that he romanticizes it a little bit he wants to be the smuggler the scoundrel the bad guy um, and forget that in his heart he's he's struggling to you know to live up to his own expectations when really his heart should take him the other way um, as Han battles his whole life but that that's what they're se- that's what they wanted the sequence to to show yeah. like you want this life you think it's great cool you're going to be a pilot you can do this all just to get back to Kira whatever it, it, people die so I, I understand I, I kind of support the, the choice um, if it could have come a little bit later that's fine too but uh, but the characters of Val and Rio are great and yeah. I know there's the one shot comic that was out that wasn't my favorite it was Beckett and his crew I don't think I don't want to do the the cliche now not that it's bad ideas, but just the hey, it's Disney Plus. Give give Beckett a, and his crew a series. But if something like that were to happen, or a novel about it, uh, and the character Val and Beckett, their relationship, the, the him wanting to uh, play the Val Accord and her her how that connects to her history and her family, and then and then Rio, how he comes along. Um, it, and uh, if I, I actually like Favreau's uh, VO as, as as Rio, it stands out a little bit. Sometimes I understand. There's I've heard some complaints of just like. You know, it doesn't it doesn't sometimes maybe feels out of tone, but I like it. Wookie and, uh, you know, saying, uh, you know, the Ardidian uh, roast and all, all, all his, you know, she got sharp teeth. I just really, really have an affinity for Rio. And, and the lesson he teaches Han in that brief moment of, you know, don't don't die alone, kid. And, and how I was I was I was saying stuff that I didn't believe because I just wanted to make myself feel better is basically what Rio's doing. And then Val, who is just a great character, a great character of action. Um, and, uh, you know, to to lose her that fast. Yeah, I, I just want more with these characters. I hope in some form we'll get them. And uh, you know, that's a testament to how good they were. I'm, I'm living up to my podcast name. I'm going to give you a hot take. Hot take, Billy Biz. I think Rio is my favorite character from Solo, and mm. I think that his death is actually one of the most affecting deaths mm. in all of Star Wars. There you go. This is why you're on the show, Billy Biz. The you know, in Star I'm not disagreeing <laughs> with this hot take. In Star Wars, and and in like a lot of these broad action movies, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you get shot, you fall over, eh, you're dead. Yeah, yeah. Even. Qui-Gon does his little train, the boy. (laughs) 
With Rio, they wrote it so beautifully and realistically. He gets shot. He's hurt. Yeah. And he tries to play it off. And then it's like, no, I'm okay. I just, I'm kind of tired. Just, yeah. it's okay. Let me just close my eyes for two seconds. Like it felt real and they treated that death real. Yeah. Yeah. That it just felt chilling when Han looks over and he, he's just dead. Yeah. It wasn't like this big grandiose moment. I think the fact that they were very subtle about it mm. actually like, like, like I felt it a lot and I, I loved because like, look, you have, you know, Beckett and Val, they're, they're very tough and you know, we Beckett softens a little bit as the movie goes, but Mm -hmm. I love the, the, the contrast of, of Rio's just this, he's just a happy guy. And I love that he's kind of goofy. And again, like I think pair that personality with the, like the real quote unquote realism of yeah, his yeah. death, yeah, yeah. Uh, the way that they did it, um, it, it, it was borderline like haunting. It, to me, it, it, what you're describing is similar to uh, K2SO in Rogue One, where I thought his death was like the first of like, it's pretty powerful. It's, it's choice of a programming, but also it's like, Oh, they're doing this. They're yeah. doing this. Yeah. Uh, and it really worked for me. It's really sad. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm behind you on that. I, I really do like the character real and, and, um, and Val, uh, with Andy Newton comes in, and, and I know everyone. She's such a great performer, so I know why you want to see more. She's so great, she's so great. And but to hear her describe, if there's there's a roundtable interview, it might be on the solo Blu-ray disc. I don't know. Look for it. There's a roundtable interview with them all. I think Ron Howard's conducting the interview, and it's you know it's an official interview. They don't get too deep. She gets pretty deep. Describes the character. Uh, describes the hairstyle, the look, the feel, of the character, and says that was my mother. And they show a picture of, of her mother back in the. Uh, I think 70s there, an activist and all this kind of stuff. And and, and uh, Tandy Newton saying, like, that's who I was playing. That's who the character was. And so to see that that character, what it meant to her and what she got to put on screen yeah. in, in the short time available, it, it, it made the character pretty powerful for me, too. Again, I, I agree with the loss of the character uh, coming too soon, which is why she's on this list. Yeah. And if you could, again, it was, it was, Disney Plus, of course, you, nowadays we're going to be like, uh, you know, we used, to, you, we used to joke, yeah. is there going to be a gonk joint? But now you're looking at the real possibilities. But and if you're you like, did like a Crimson Dawn show. And, which is what a lot of people want. Right, yeah. fold all this stuff in. I could see it, yeah. you know. Yeah, and look, and I think if you, you know, the, the, the Make Solo 2 movement with the the folks at the Resistance Broadcast where that began everything, I, I, I'm behind it. Um, but, yeah, if you were to do a little bit of a prequel. Uh, you know, you don't need necessarily Solo or Lando or anything of those um, hot hot button characters that people have other hot takes on their performances. Um, if you were to just bring in Beckett's crew and getting to work with uh, Paul Bettany's uh, Dryden Va- uh, Voss, like I, I, that would really work. Care yeah. as well. Uh, Care them all. Definitely would see that. But uh, the idea, the possibility of these characters coming away back in some shape or form, especially a book, especially a juicy little book. I know, and I know too, that doesn't necessarily how this always works. Doesn't necessarily work with the books. Um, it's all feeds back into the next project coming out or the next, you know, theme park and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I would love them to get to a point. They did a little bit, but it was more around the 20th anniversary of Phantom Menace, Master and Apprentice, uh, Queen Shadow. I just would love them to take the reins off a little bit and just be like, hey, we don't need to tie this to anything. Let's just have a, a novel about Beckett and his crew yeah. and get these characters more. So that's my number four, Val and Rio, which means we're up to your number three. 
Going back to pilots, man. Those those pilots will get you. So sad um, this this was uh, from the Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going with Paige Tico. Okay. This is Rose's older sister. So a, more of a bombardier. A, a bomb. Let's not, someone's going to tweet us. Bomb, 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 bomb. I. I I I hesitated for a minute to put this on. Actually, my list. sorry. Did I say bombardier? Gunner. Uh, We're going to be in trouble. Oh no. She was a gunner. She, I the, think it said it on the action figure. Gunner yeah, Page. The right? bombardier's the guy that dies who has a name, and I missed in a showdown, and I lost over it, so I don't even remember his name out of pain. Well, we yeah. should just end this. You don't deserve yeah, to talk. Yeah. Star let's Wars let's. Anyway, yeah, anyway Page <laughs> Tico, the gunner um, on the cobalt hammer. I, I hesitated putting this on here because this was when I was like, you know what? She exits the story at the right time. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful, uh, yeah, yeah. For 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 the narrative, mm-hmm. but what Ryan Johnson was able to do uh, in terms of crafting the story of this one character in the span of maybe two minutes, ninety seconds, uh, all told, yeah, coupled yeah. with uh, an amazing performance. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, I think Star Wars and uh, look, just a lot of acting in general. Yeah, when you when you play it real. And you play it nuanced and you play it small and you're not trying to be as big as the movie you're in. That's when it works. Yeah. And just her closing her eyes and, and holding the, the necklace as she just she's like, yeah. this is it. This is this is my last uh, right. my last thing. Um, that was such a great moment. And it instantly made me so sad that this character was going to be gone for the rest yeah. of this movie. And I know there's a novel that kind of... Jason Fry put one out, yeah. Of, of right. You get a little more um, information. It's like, uh, is it Paige's Diaries? I think it's Paige's Diaries, not Rose's. Yeah, you get a lot, and it's great. Yeah, I just... I yeah. I love Paige, and I think Rose... I really like Rose as a character. I love yeah, yeah. kind of the pathos of, like, this death ultimately kind of shapes, you know, her journey moving forward. Mm-hmm. But man, I really loved Paige for yeah. what, what a hero. I, I, I love Absolutely. That and, uh, Vietnamese actress, uh, Veronica NGO plays her now. I, and it's funny. I used to, so I used to have an employee that worked for me. His name was Jonathan NGO. And he said, that's how you pronounce it. Uh, when I was doing the audio book, I wrote about Paige. Uh, there was some debate on how to properly say that I say NGO based on personal experience. That might be wrong. Apologize, but, uh, she's great. And you're right. All told, all told, maybe 90 seconds of screen time for the character. The battle sequence is, is long. I love what you say about about it and and what Ryan was able to do with it. The slow motion sequence, the beautiful shot uh, in, in this war, this crazy violent sequence, World War II inspired. And then when she passes out and then comes back to and then you see the X-Wing flying below her and everything. And it's a heroic moment. And then to, to use that to give you this heroic moment, which fuels... Rose's story affects Finn's story, who's at that point a hero, but playing hero a little bit more than an actual hero. He, right. he had some heroic moments, Force Awakens, with no doubt. But And to use that, but also to fuel it into what you're trying to get across with Poe Dameron, which is we're, in a way, used to Paige Tico's story in Star Wars. So that sequence, you're like, man, what a hero. She took down the Star Destroyer. And then you're like, yeah, good job, Poe. And Poe and us are slapped in the face with the idea of we didn't need, we didn't necessarily need to lose her. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of people we lost. And yes, the Star Destroyer might have taken us all out, the the Fulminatrix, but to show it, so to ha- to it's the face of sacrifice that made it even more powerful to me. I'm I'm still yeah. mad at Poe. I 
Them you should be. We're, yeah, we're we're on. <laughs> we're just barely on speaking terms. Yeah. But I'm very very upset with yeah. Paul that he took he took Paige away from. And, me. and uh, I know what you mean. It it, it it it's kind of perfect in the movie in a way. Um, it needs to happen. And I remember that the figure was released. They put the figure out. It's 2017. We're kind of and I do A lot of us, especially here at Four Center, we just all had that feeling. Oh, I don't think she's going to be flung <laughs> for the world. Um, based a lot around that medallion, you know, you saw, I think they, they released a photo of Rose with a medallion and that, that medallion means a lot to her. Mm. Her sister has had one. <laughs> You're like, uh-oh. And our good friend, Joe Starr, who doesn't, uh, he's a big Star Wars fan, loves The Last Jedi, but doesn't, didn't follow this as closely as us. He's got yeah. other important things to do, like Emmy-nominated uh, Honest Trailer clips. Um he tweeted out, man, I'm so excited. I cannot wait for Resistance Bomber or Resistance Gunner Page T code. I just remember, like, um, uh, you might not want to get attached, Joe. <laughs> but <laughs> we didn't know. That. But we didn't know. Right. But also, to go back to that, and then we can, uh, I don't want to, we could do an hour on Page Tico. Going into the movie thinking, ah, uh, you know, she's probably going to die. But then to have it in this way, I oh, couldn't have like what a beautiful sequence. Yeah, I just like I said, like it was to my mind like the first time that like Star Wars. To, look, we just talked about mm-hmm. Dak and and Rogue Two. Just like, well, they're gone. Yeah, yeah. And, but this was like we're gonna stop everything that's happening. Yeah, and you're gonna feel this one. You know, that's great. I'm glad you you this you just switched on the. You're a damn good producer, Billy. You switched on the fly here. This this uh, ranked us higher because. It is the better version of Dak. Right. It is the same lesson. Um, but that's, what I think, also what Ryan Johnson was playing upon. Now, Hoth is different. It's an escape sequence. Well, take about uh, We have two escape sequences. We, I know that. But, you know, uh, it plays a little differently. Uh, there was no – no one pulled Luke aside and said, you did what? You went at the walkers? Right. <laughs> what did you do that for? Which, you know, I think they – they were ordered, and they, it's a different circumstance. So that's what I mean. This is a different. It plays on that. Ryan was looking back at those sequences and go, "What if we? What if we saw Dax face more? <laughs> yeah. What if he exactly. saw him and connected to him, and he did something like this? Um, what if he took down the Adap and saved Luke in that moment? You know, uh, it's just a beautiful sequence. And uh, there is some supplemental stuff out there in the Rose uh, Age of comic. I think uh, there's some flashbacks, I think, to that. Um, so there's some Page Tico out there, but there's always room for more. Great choice, Billy. Uh, you're number three. My number three. All right. We're going to say it again. Spoilers. In fact, I'm spoiling my guest here because he's <laughs> not had a chance to play Jedi Fallen Order. So. By the time of this episode's aired, the, ge- the game has uh, been out a bit, uh, but I'm going to give you the chance to to skip ahead a little bit here. Uh, and Billy has agreed to be spoiled. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with spoilers, okay. just because I'm so bad at video games. Who knows if I'll <laughs> Who even knows get to if this? Get to it. <laughs> so this is because if you've been following me, especially if you're a supporter of me on uh, my personal Patreon page or the Force Center Patreon page, um, we have discords connected to both of those Patreon pages, private discords, and I'm in there a lot now. I had a journey with Fallen Order. It's not, it's not my favorite game. It's not not as much as other people. Um, but I really love the story and I love a lot of things. It was more of a gameplay issue. However, um, Joseph and I did do a in depth look at the Fallen Order story, and I'm sure um, you know you can go back and refer to that too. But I'm listing here. Sorry, my number three is Second Sister. Uh, Trillia is her uh, name. So Second Sister is the Inquisitor. Uh, 
was featured, did, popped up in other comics and stuff when they knew this was she was going to factor into the game. Uh, she is revealed very early on in the game, takes her masks off, takes her ma- mask off, and she's revealed to be the pad- Padawan of uh, uh, Seer, who is the uh, former Jedi helping our hero Cal Kestis through the game. And there's an interesting subplot with that. So immediately that's so I was a little bored with the story early on until that point. And, you know, I'm a pretty celebratory Star Wars person, but I just wasn't feeling it. I'm like, I get it. There's some good stuff. The game looks beautiful. And I, I like the Inquisitors. I'm, a, I'm an Inquisitor fan. I, I, at first, when it popped up, when the Grand Inquisitor popped up in Rebels, I was like, eh, I don't know what I feel about this. I've grown to really like it. I've grown to love the program that the Emperor put into place and Vader takes over. Um, so I was like, all right, cool, second sister. She looks good. Like, character looks sleek, uh, you know, evil. I can get behind the design. When she takes a mask off and reveals herself to be kind of this this troubled, emotionally tormented character that has ties to our hero's new mentor and something went wrong, um, not unlike, you know, Obi-Wan and Vader in a smaller sense. She, the game goes on. She pursues uh, Cal and eventually um, reveals a lot more. One of those kind of like point of view stories, obviously, of, of oh, what did she tell you? Because here's what happened. She, it, I'm bad because of her. And I just was pulled into that story. And then she uh, does die um, and dies at the hands of uh, uh, someone in a cape we've seen before. Um, but at the last moment has... I won't even say redemption, but has it's a heartbreaking kind of moment because she's chosen to stick with this path. I think along the way, you could argue in anyone's life, you could make choices to get out of the path that you're in, even if you were put into it against your will a little bit or the circumstances made it. So um, she could have found a way out of the Inquisitor program and out of the Empire, out of the dark side if she wanted, perhaps, maybe. But at the end, she realizes or reveals, I think, maybe. You know, not only does she feel bad about it, or she she said, "What is she, her exact line?" Is uh, "Avenge us, us," and it's powerful because she's she is who she was always at the heart, and it's it's a powerful emotional blow. One of my favorite parts of the story, and I hope in a way I don't know if we win, we will or we can. I think she's a character that deserves a little bit more. And again, like you just said, with your, like when it happened, I'm like, well, of course, of course, she's going to die. It fits. It fits in this game. It, it adds an emotional punch to the game. It's like wrestling. You get, you get. She's got to put over the story here a little bit. She, she had to take the loss. Um, but I want more. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued by this character who is a sleek, and I'll say it, sleek kind of sexy character in Star Wars, you know, troubled goth girl with a red lightsaber, you know. All right, great. It's so She's so much more than that. And and I want to know more of the story. And a lot of times there are, you know, we can go back and revisit these with a comic or a book. And I would, I, I just, in putting together this list, I didn't want to be too cute. Uh, but and so I thought, is this one too cute? Am I trying to slip in a new song while ranking old classic songs, yeah. the old high fidelity thing? And oh, I just like no that that moment affected me in the game, and it affected me because I was like, wait, what did she say? Wait, she feels bad. She's dead. And I was like, that's kind of the other side of this list. We got our Zevs, we got our pilots that are going, but we got someone who had a lot more to offer to the galaxy. She just couldn't see it herself, yeah. and so 
she's gone. So anyways, that's my choice. Second Sister Shirley, I know you haven't played the game, so you might have some thoughts. Might not have as many thoughts as others, but uh, it, it, it made my list. I, I spoiled myself. Uh, this is a, a disclaimer yeah. or a, uh, a warning for everyone. If you uh, tend to put your gifts on an Amazon wish list, I added this and a lot yeah. of other things. And then I went the other day to add something else and all, half my list was just gone. It wasn't there anymore. And I was like, <laughs> what the hell? And I looked and I had it filtered to unpurchased things were showing up. Oh. So everything that was missing, someone graciously has bought me for Christmas, <laughs> this game being one of them. So I'm yeah. looking forward to it. Uh, you're going to find it. We'll check back in when you play it. So that's my choice there. So that's my number three, which means we're up to your number two. Yeah, this this is one where I actually feel like uh, gone too soon because... I don't, I don't know if I agree with the leaving the story at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm talking about Captain Phasma. Um, gotcha. I yeah. just look, I, I love force awakens. Mm-hmm. I, I love last Jedi. I just feel like Phasma has been done dirty twice. Sure. Um, no, I don't disagree with that. Yeah. I think when force awakens came out, Phasma was such a huge part of the marketing and mm-hmm. boy, oh boy, that slow motion shot of her walking mm-hmm. in that first trailer or second, tra- whatever trailer it was. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I yeah. was like, walking oh, through the hallways and stuff. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then finding out it's like, I, I don't even know if this is Canon. I just remember someone being like, that's like her armors made from like the emperor's one of his ships. No, that's it's Canon. They, yeah. They, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. 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 Right. That's, yeah. Right. Freaking awesome. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about, yeah, sorry. yeah, you're talking about at the time, at the, at the time. Sorry, did, yeah. I just, did I just, um, actually you, it's okay. It's your show. You can, um, actually <laughs> me, but I remember like going into, it, I was like, wow, here's this person who's got right. like, she must be like super special. And right. you know, she, she, the first movie was like, oh, Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and then uh, she makes a great, like, in Last Jedi, I was like, yeah, she's back. All back, right, yeah, let's yeah. do this. And she has, to the credit, a, a great fight with Finn. And I think there might be, like, a deleted or extended version of it. Yes, that, yeah, that different give, ending. Yeah, 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 that gives a little more. But even that, it was like, I don't know. It almost felt comical this time. It was like, she's mm. just going to keep coming back. Like, right, like that right. Austin Powers character, the Will Ferrell character. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like, man, why did you? Uh, I just, I need more, and I know Phasma, the novel, just it, it's, it's almost adds insult to injury because it's like, oh, like this is a really cool. I wasn't yeah, wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. There is a real cool. badass person in there, but for yep. whatever reason, who's got does some great stuff of of, of really turns against anyone in her, her, her own brother, like does everything to yeah. survive. Which you know, again, they're writing back to match the movies a little bit, and, and right. some of the truth in Force Awakens, like you, you, you're the one to pull the shield. Down. Yeah, it's like, yep. what are you doing? Yeah. Um, I just, I don't know. It's mm-hmm. it's kind of too late at this point. It's like. I don't want them to mm. resurrect the character because no, then, no. then it's it's full on Austin Powers. Right, right, then, right. Then it's just comical, and I don't want that. Mm. But I do. I know. I I don't watch Resistance, um, mm-hmm. so I don't know how big of a factor. Not a lot. And, and yeah. she's uh, uh, Gwendolyn Christie did voice her in the first season, which probably was a half a day's worth of work. Uh, and so any any appearances, the second season has been another voice. I guess I just yeah. don't understand the reluctance to to really feature this character i mean even the yeah. uh, in force awakens you know that uh i don't know his actual call sign but the one that everyone was calling tr oh the traitor character yeah. Yeah, yeah he does have a call sign but i don't really yeah. why would that not be phasma you know that like, was a big a lot of people put that out there yeah yeah, yeah so i look again love these movies but that is a character i was so intrigued by mm-hmm. and just massively let down by 
I, I look, it's fairy because you're definitely not the only one. And, and I, as much as I love the sequel trilogy and those movies and love, like, love Gwendolyn Christie. Brianna Tarth is one of the greatest characters of all time, book or show. Yeah. I, and I, I, I've thought about this. I've thought about this a lot of like, when did this happen? And everything you're talking about, we talk a lot here at Force Center, speculate responsibly, keep your expectations in check. But th- this is an example of, of, of where sometimes the expe- it's, it's, you can't help but be hurt by it. Right. Um, what we know, so follow me here. This is a great discussion point. Uh, we know potentially the character was uh, gender swapped, right? That, that um, after the initial photo came out or whatever was going on, at some point they realized, hey, maybe having another female character wouldn't be a bad idea in Force Awakens. Uh, let's get Gwendolyn Christie. Um, first female uh, villain on Star Wars big screen stuff. Uh, let's go with this. So we're all excited. And then the design. And that, that's classic Star Wars. Boba Fett, uh, Jango Fett, anyone, anyone you want to throw out there, that looks cool. They're gone, right? Fair right. enough. Um, so Phasma falls into that, and then you learn some of the, the Palpatine ship. Um, yeah, and it, un, it, more than Last Jedi, Force Awakens underserves her a lot. Like, yes, agreed. And I'm like, did they just this character was going to be minor, and they did this big switch to a, a very popular actor, and you know, and that's why we're part of the reason we're sad. Yeah, it is. But then, so I, then I go to Last Jedi, this movie that I love so much, and I'm wondering if I'm trying to put myself in Ryan's head, and I don't have any specific interviews to go to. If they're out there, and you, you link to us, that'd be great. But um, in the writing process, Phasma's such an afterthought in Force Awakens. I wonder if at any point you're just like, wow, she's not really factoring into my brain in telling this story. Right. And Finn's journey goes the other way because I thought going to my expectations, I've heard the Phasma should have been in that traitor spot. And I, I can I can understand it. I could live without that necessarily. But setting her and Finn as rivals works because that's definitely what happens. I thought going to Last Jedi, she was going to be pursuing him around the galaxy. So if she shows up at Canto Bight and she's the local police force is like, there's the guy and she's taking, I'll take it from here. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's something like that. Maybe a little more media. I just, yeah. So I just, because of what happened in force awakens, I'm just wondering if that's Ryan's like, I don't really have a lot to play with. I don't know. And I, and I don't necessarily agree with his, that choice. Maybe he could have done more. It's just, a, it's such a cool moment when he yeah. shatters her helmet and you just see the eye yeah. and you're like, Oh, there's, there's a person in there. There's a real monster in there. Yeah. It's a cool moment, a cool visual, but it just, it feels so anticlimactic and unearned at that point Yeah, that, that I just, you know, there's nothing I could do about it mm-hmm. now. And look, I still love force mm-hmm. awakens. It mm-hmm. just was like a, Oh, mm-hmm. I, I, I guess I, maybe it was my fault, but I felt a little bait and switch those, uh, you know, but more than that. And that's maybe what I was trying to say is, is I think there are some examples where our expectations are the problem. Yeah. And Snoke is, I think Snoke's a great example of that uh, at fault. Meaning like I get it. I was there too, but just, we're so locked into he's this. Right. But Phasma, how could you not? Especially with the marketing. She was everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Every toy set, everything. So you're naturally going to think, you know, because Snoke and Force Awakens was less marketed. Right. Um, and, and yes, yeah, so you can't help but go into Force Awakens. It's almost, that's why I get to, it's almost not a Last Jedi problem, though Ryan could have done anything. So I, I get that complaint. But I go to Force Awakens. But, but much like with Ryan's like, cool, 
I inherited Luke hiding on a hill disconnected from the force how do i deal with that sure no i force awakens i think when i think of like phasma being let down is the is the the one specifically you're right it's like that's it you just turn the shields off and you're gonna regret this it's uh still one of the coolest costumes though oh no absolutely which a great cape so but a perfect choice for this list perfect choice this is a gone too soon character yeah Twice, <laughs> uh, twice gone too soon, uh, and I don't believe it. And even, but even JJ, who's who's been very, um, I'll say, complimentary, and definitely Chris Terrio about Last Jedi, at least the things in the story, like nothing in the story. Even though, even though I was surprised or laughed at Snoke's death, there was a clip uh, recently of him saying, uh, you know, oh yeah, I, that Phasma going was the one I was like, well, okay, interesting, uh, you know, not what I would have done. So, who knows? Maybe. There's a secret Gwendolyn Christie cameo. Please. Phasma 3.0. Please. But I'm with Star you. Wars gods. Yeah. Just let, let sleeping dogs lie. <laughs> so that is uh, your number two. Uh, Captain Phasma. Great choice. My number two uh, is this is this is where. So when I was putting together the list, I had my oh, definitely. And oh, I got to include Zev. And then I was like, wait a minute. I'm, I want to flip the concept here a little bit. I've gone too soon and what it means. So I'm going to Rogue One. And there's a lot of choices in Rogue One. And I know a lot of you might be thinking Admiral Raddus. I will always mention Admiral Raddus, one of my favorite characters. But I'm good with Raddus. I'm good with what I got. But a character that I'm fascinated with, that brings a lot to the story, has a lot to delve into from where he began. And we do know that. We do have a lot of that material. But I want more of the character. So that's why I'm saying gone too soon. Orson Callen Krennic, director Krennic, Ben Mendelsohn, Rogue One. He's all over that movie. And his death, going back to some of your points, his death is perfect. I don't want him to live and survive to the events of New Hope and everything. Um, I just want more. I don't even say I don't need more. I don't think there needs to be more. Catalyst by James Lucino, you get a lot. And he is such a fascinating character. I just remember reading that book and picturing him... Slightly more like Hans Landa from Intolerable Bastards, going around, interrogating people, manipulating people. Uh, just his presence was uh, something that would scare you versus yeah, what yeah. he actually did, um, having the death troopers around him. And then the that book leads you right into the start of Rogue One. I love that cold open. That's some of the best acting in Star Wars, actually, I think, is that cold open. Uh, all Everyone on board, including Lyra Urso, Galen Urso, Galen Urso, but just Ben Mendelsohn, just like everything he's saying in that. Farmer, I didn't. Oh, look at you! And oh, what's a miracle? She's back. Everything about that character in that moment, and I think it's got some great stuff. And I know there's different versions and Gareth Edwards, Tony Gilroy. There's a lot, lot there with Rogue One. All that to say, I got so much credit. I love it. But the story of a middle management man just wants to rise, get credit for his work. His boss takes credit, sweeps him under the rug, and it's all done for the Empire. And and I love how uh, I tied into Game of Thrones. Uh, you know, everyone knows I'm a Stannis Baratheon fan. If you listen to me, part of the reason I love the character of Stannis Baratheon is it's a lesson in your obsession destroying you. And Krennic doesn't necessarily start out in a completely evil place. I would say. In uh, Catalyst, where he begins a surprised engineering architecture kind of student who just wants to be three rows closer to the emperor or, or, or to Palpatine at a, at a conference. You know, like, I'm here. I want to be there. And his aspirations are what's going to kill him. Uh, and, and so that final moment is perfect. But I, I, I think there's some room to learn more about the story, more about the, the empire through through this uh, middle management uh, man's 
rise to power. I love the uh, I love the Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like that and Aaron Burr kind yeah. of <laughs> like <laughs> combined into go. a Star Wars Aaron character. Burr. Yeah, um, yeah. I look. I I've had my my ups and downs with Rogue One since yeah, the day it yeah, came you out. Have, yeah. Um, I remember that con- that conversation in the screen junkie screen junkies kitchen, kitchen yeah. where I just grabbed you and I was just like, "What happened?" <laughs> and you're like, "I don't know what happened to you." Um, I, like, depending on my mood, I'm yeah. either kinder or meaner to that movie. But one yeah. thing that I've always said was just pitch perfect was Krennic. Yeah. Uh, I think Krennic is a great character. And I love that everyone in star Wars, who's a villain, rightfully so, because these are supposed to be melodramas to a certain mm. extent are very mustache twirly. Yeah, they yeah. want to rule the galaxy. <laughs> they want to rule what's outside of the galaxy. Yeah. They want to rule time and space and death and everything. <laughs> yeah. And Krennic, just yeah. wants to be the best regional manager. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, the assistant to the regional right, manager. He's yeah. just, he is. It's it's yeah. that Dwight Schrute complex yeah. that you like, yeah. you're like, man, if you weren't such an a-hole, I would almost kind of be rooting for you, yeah. you know? Like, you you almost feel bad for him, but not quite. But yeah, the, the performance is spot on. Yeah. I, I think Ben Mendelsohn is one of the most underrated working actors yeah. just right now. He's great. In, in general, but yeah. Oh, look, I look around my room at all the Star Wars uh-huh. toys. Uh-huh. I have four Rogue One toys you out do. of the millions, yeah. and one of them is Krennic. One of them is Krennic. I'm staring at that beautiful white cape right now. He, uh, yeah, a lot there, a lot there. Yeah, you're so right. It's like he's like, okay, uh, you're going to twirl your mustache and try to rule the galaxy. I'd like to be the guy that gives you the project and weapon to do it. Yeah, exactly. And that's all I want. <laughs> it's 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 honestly it's it's in a way the most real yeah. villain in Star Wars because yes. we're all just looking for acceptance yes. and recognition. Yeah, which is a, a much more personal kind of yeah. uh, stake, and that's why Krennic's just like, yeah. damn, he just wanted to be, he just wanted that gold star attaboy. Yeah. That's he all did. I wanted. He did, and uh, you know, will, will we get more of him? Is there room for the character in the in the Cassian Andor series that's uh, still as right now slated to come out? Um, I haven't heard much more about it. I think there could be, but I don't necessarily think that Cassian series needs to just be a Rogue One uh, reunion show. Um, but there's something there about it, so that's what's number two on my list. So before we get to number ones, maybe a couple honorable mentions, uh, we're going to take a quick break here on Star Wars Ranked. We'll be right back with Billy Patterson right after this. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about Wix. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. 
That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. All right, welcome back to Star Wars Ranked here on the Force Center podcast feed. We're talking Gone Too Soon with Billy Biz. He's got some hot takes, and we like them all here. Uh, Billy, we've been working our way through this Gone Too Soon list. Uh, do you have any honorable mentions on your heart right now? I, I do. I have. I had four. Um, one of them silly. One yeah. of them's just Yaddle. They just they threw her in there in episode one. It was like. Hello there. What is this? And then never to be seen yeah. mentioned again. Now, again, we're recording this before the end of uh, Mandalorian, uh, right. Rise of Skywalker. Maybe she shows up in Rise of Skywalker as a force ghost. If I accidentally predicted that weeks before we saw the movie, or actually right now about a week and a half before we see the movie, um, uh, I'm going to go back to this and, and play some lottery You're numbers. Cl- yeah, clip, clip yeah it was out. a great, yeah, it was a great uh, But uh, true story, the first time I saw Yaddle, uh, was uh, a couple months before the Phantom Menace came out. It was some like crazy article or something, and I thought that was young Yoda, oh, and he yeah, had a yeah. mullet 
Fair. I, I was like, Fair. oh, they're going really young, like like That's 30 year old Yoda. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> Yaddle definitely gone too yeah. soon. Um, the other Jedi council member that I, I loved and he just, he had a couple cool moments and then he just like a sack of potatoes just goes down. Kit Fisto, man. Kit. Kit. Uh, and, and all those Jedi that, that, that yeah. Palpatine takes out, it doesn't translate in the movie, but in the novel, they may, they do, he mm. does such a great, that novel is just priceless. If you yeah. haven't read the Revenge of the Sith novel, it's great. Read it. but he does a great job of being like, Palpatine moves so fast that yeah. they don't even know that they're like, dead. oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. In the movie, it's just like, well, what are you doing? Man? What are you doing? Yeah. Okay. Movie <laughs> doesn't play too well. Um, but Kid Fisto, I just love that, that. Goofy ass smile that he has oh, in yeah. Attack of the Clones, where he's just like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Controversial. But the yeah. one that I didn't actually put on my list, but I said in a, the initial pitch was Biggs, I think. That's kind of the one that inspired the list in a way. Yeah. yeah, it was Biggs, just because I think without, like, look, we have the knowledge of, of mm. what Biggs is in that scene, and we all yeah. know the history, but to anyone who just walked into this cold, especially mm-hmm. the the 19, what the whatever version we're on of, of Star Wars, yeah, yeah. that putting that little scene back of him reuniting with Biggs, you're just like, yeah. huh? Uh, yeah. Does he know this guy? Like, it's right, a little right. confusing. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't quite hit. So I would just love more Biggs, but again, like, yeah, I, I get it. You I get, get it. it. And then the one that that I actually was my number one, and I ended up taking it off the list completely. Yeah. On the principle of, but it had to happen. Yeah. Was my all time favorite. Now I can say this definitively. <laughs> my all time favorite Star Wars character. Yeah. Qui Gon Jinn. That's great. Because yeah. I love Qui Gon. I was like, I I need so much more Qui Gon. Qui yeah. Gon is everything that the Jedi should have been. And then I was like, but none of this would. None yeah. of this would make sense. It's like it's like if if you threw a cell phone at the yeah. first five minutes into Home Alone. It's like, well, yeah. then you don't have a story. Yeah, have it's a story. over. Yeah. So like, as much as I love Qui Gon Jinn, he he had to go. Yeah, that's a great. That's great. Those are great choices. Yeah, Biggs Biggs is inspired inspires the list. That's why initially when you sent that, I was like, oh, that's where we're gonna go. Then it, it went to other areas. As far as me, some other other ones. Uh, I mentioned Abel Radis. I love Radis, and, and and I think it's perfect. But I always want a little bit more of uh, Radis. I know some people might argue Akbar in the Last Jedi, uh, but I think I got a I got my fill of uh, Akbar over. You know, thirty you, plus you, you years got of watching. Peak Akbar and yeah. Jedi, so that's why I don't include him there. Uh, you know, you can go to some funny ones. Coleman Trebor in Attack the Clones, this close to ending the battle by killing Dooku, and he doesn't uh, do that there. Um, uh, you know, there's the little ones along the way, but yeah, I, I, Biggs is on my list too. I love we get a little bit more in Rebels. You start picking up a little bit more of the, of the character, new canon. Uh, I love like our, our friend of the show, Alex Damon, so obsessed with Biggs. Uh, and by that by that token, I think Jack Jack Porkins. Give me give me more. Porkins. Oh, Porkins. And not them on vacation in that weird comic story. That I love that story. It's a, it's a wild one. It. It's wild. Um, so that's it. So that's uh, those are some honorable mentions here. We're going to uh, get on to uh, my number one so the guests can close out the show. My number one, this is uh, this is the first I put down the list and in this spot, and I, I'm not going to move her off. I'm going to stand by this. Uh, it is, of course, you, some of you might be able to guess it, gone too soon. Tally Lintra, Talison Lintra, oh, the last Jedi. Our uh, A Wing uh, was a Blue Squadron leader there. Uh, I love Tally Lintra. And, and I have to be honest, uh, you know, it starts with just a little crush sure. on Tally Lintra. Hermione uh, Corfield plays her and. Uh, you know, I think she does. Uh, Joseph Grimshaw said it so well. She's she teach a, a class on acting in, in space cockpits. She's so good. The smirk of Tally Lintra. 
I've written about it. I just, there's just something right away. It is so immediately for me. Yeah. Immediately. I'm like, Oh, hello. Who's this cute little A-wing pilot? And it immediately goes beyond that because she, you just, there's so much, um, charisma and, and likability in, in her performance and that smirk right before her death, everything about it. But just, uh, you know, her line, you know, the couple lines she has, I just really like this character. And, uh, again, serves some sort of purpose, but it was a shocking purpose. And this is me now going in the story uh, of of her gone. I'm like, man, how valuable would she be if they were on crate? Yeah, and she could fight and she could lead. How valuable would she be now in Rise of Skywalker if she was there? And I love. And as a kid, I would play that game a lot. As a kid of it, it and there's some Star Wars what if something that we, you and me might uh, be talking about here in Star Wars ranked at another time. But I love those what-if games. But as a kid, I would play that, man, what if so-and-so had survived? What if in Young Guns, uh, you know, Dirty Steve had survived? How would, they have won, how would they have won the fight in a different way? Yes, I think about Young Guns and Young Guns 2 a lot. Uh, so Tally really inspires that. And that's, it's totally gone too soon. And then you, you, you read a little bit more of her story. Uh, you can go to Wikipedia, and if you want to pull it up, uh, she's got a, a little bit of a Luke Skywalker vibe without the Force in the sense of she was kind of this farm girl with her dad, and her dad taught her to fly, used to crop dust with an old A-wing. And when um, the call came, when oppression hit the galaxy again in the form of the First Order, she she left her comfort zone, she left what she was doing, and she went to fight. And, uh, you know, so the farm, the farm girl, farm boy beginnings are similar to Luke. Um, and I think that's, again, what a lot of The Last Jedi was doing. So that's in story. Then out of story, just what a powerful moment for me. For me, this is my journey, where, again, I'm on board with this character. She's got a Lego set, right? Even though I, I think the cowards just say A-wing pilot. They don't see Tally Lentra. Um, she's got, uh, there's an A-wing toy that, again, you know, A-wing pilot. Name her Tally, come on. <laughs> um, and I just naturally had the, like, cool, this is a, a, a side character. It's it's a it's a rebel pilot. It's a new rebel pilot for a new era, and then when she when she goes when she dies and you see her blow up, I remember just kind of like whoa, whoa that's like that's that's what we're doing. This is this is not going well. Yeah, <laughs> and I know it's the second <laughs> chapter of of a, of a trilogy, and we're used to Empire being a little dark and everything. But like I, I in theater, and I think maybe. That may that's why I connected this character. I have an affinity for this character beyond just a, a silly little uh, space boy crush of just like whoa 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 she's one of our oh she's gone they yeah. did that Ryan did that uh, and hero is 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 redefined a lot in this movie over and over and so I don't know so Tyler Lintra gone too soon yeah it's a, a tough. Uh, kind of reminder of the realities of this war yeah. that is going on. There's there's definitely going to be collateral damage. Yeah, but it is it does speak to kind of like the power of Star Wars. These these little characters that that we kind of latch on to for maybe they remind us of pieces of ourselves, or maybe it's right. just kind of like that that terror of knowing like it, it could come at any minute. Doesn't matter who you are, right. uh, you know, just something that that you think about all the time. You know, yeah. yeah. Tally, Tally, love. I love playing her, playing her in Battlefront too. I don't. I do a lot of the flying missions as much anymore when I play. I'm so bad at the flying. It's yeah. I'm, it's I'm, very difficult. I'm, some days I'm like I'm really good. Other days I'm like ah, this is uh, really bad. Um, but Tally's great playing with that anyway. So that's my number one. Tally Lyncher gone too soon, which means Billy, we are up to your number one. I think this 
might be the the most obvious or the safest answer, but sometimes Occam's razor, the the That's simplest it. choice is the right one. That's it. Boba Fett, man. Boba Fett. It is Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. Yeah. Look, I I've heard I've heard the the story or or the quote of George Lucas saying like, hey man, if we knew that he was this popular, we wouldn't have had him go out like a punk. I disagree, sir. I, <laughs> I you I I, I look. Yeah. Let's let's call a spade a spade. George yeah. Lucas. Pretty much director Return of the Jedi. Yeah, Nothing yeah, yeah, happened in that yeah. movie that he wasn't like, all right. All right. There are many moments mm-hmm. in Jabba's palace where we take time to cut away to Boba. Yeah, yeah. And he's he's got his gun up. And then yeah. when he gets the little nod of respect, like yeah. we we take screen time. He knew Boba Fett was cool. <laughs> Boba Fett was awesome. And Boba Fett yeah. goes out in the dumbest star Wars death yeah. that I, I've been waiting for them to yeah. retcon it. And again, Mandalorian, who knows? Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe it's so it's funny because at the time of the, yeah, 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 yeah. Who knows? Who knows? I have no idea. But as of uh, in the year, in the year of our Lord, 2019 on December the 8th, <laughs> I am saying that Boba Fett yeah, yeah. was a character that it, it, it mm-hmm. I was never like the biggest Boba Fett fan. I think a, co- same, a, a same, costume same. is cool, yeah, yes, uh, but it's same. not enough for a character. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when I saw Jango Fett, I actually wasn't the biggest fan of Jango Fett either. Right, right. But then I started to think like, wow, there's such a such a difference between the way that Jango carries himself mm-hmm. and the way that Jango operates versus Boba Fett. And yeah. I think of that one image um, of him kind of holding his dad's helmet. Oh, and yeah. I think, Okay, there is a tortured guy in right, this right. stolen suit of armor. Right. Like this, the the aspect of like stolen valor and yeah, this yeah. kind of like vendetta. Like he's just mad at the world. Like the Jedi are gone. Yeah. So now all he has to be is just mad, period. Yeah. There's so much potential for story. Yeah. And it was just a sight gag. Yeah, and yeah. he was he's gone. And I think he could be resurrected. Yeah. I think, look, uh, on a long enough timeline, he will be resurrected. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, oh yeah, definitely. But just that that one that one is is like uh, I put it in the phasma category of like, well, what are you doing, man? It's, what are you doing? I mean, there's the reason everyone when thinking of phasma, they ref- I, I did earlier. Yeah, I, I, I didn't want to step on your list, but yeah, that is exactly where a lot of people go. It's the same thing. Looks so cool. I mean, inspired, inspired everything. That 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 character design, that right. toy, that look inspired the entire thing. Um, Legends. I, 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 as everyone know, not a, not a huge Legends fan, but also just don't know a lot about them. After I, I checked out after a while, there's a lot of Boba in that. Obviously, did you? Are you familiar enough with that? I, I know that he like jetpacked yeah. his way out of there, which is also lame. But it's it's yeah, less yeah. lame than yeah. you know uh, yeah, than yeah. just like going out on a on a joke. And there's a, there's the I'll call it urban legend because I I don't have a ton of. Interviews and behind the scenes stuff. I've heard this before. Of the, there was possibly an idea of in Return of the Jedi that Boba Fett would have been more the villain, uh, more driving force in that story. Uh, I've heard that a lot, but I, I again I couldn't point to anything specific like I could with other things. Um, so again, if that's out there and you want to share that with us, that's great. But yeah, without a doubt. And but as a, so as a kid, yeah, that is a moment I do love as a kid, but it, that doesn't stick. It's funny because I was in the rare 
group that mm. got to see Star Wars in theaters, yeah. but also got to see all three within the span of like maybe a couple months. That's you know, true. yeah. So I did not find it amusing because yeah, yeah. he he just seemed so like, oh, this guy's bad yeah, yeah. In, in Empire Strikes Back. And yeah. then, you know, the next one is especially too like they go back and watch Return of the Jedi. If you haven't mm. seen in a while, like they take their time, they take time oh, yeah. out to make sure that, you know, that Boba's a there and yeah. B like he's more uh, credible yeah. than anyone else standing in there. Absolutely. No, the head nod does that. And, and I'm not even. You know, it, not even going to the special editions version with the, right. the, the 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 suave Boba Fett, you know, chin grab uh, there. I, yeah. I really like that. Yeah, I'm I'm okay too. with it yeah. more than others, but um, but even just going back to what we all originally saw, if you go, yeah, no, without a doubt, the head the head nod, which is what I consider myself at parties, just in the corner, going hello, right. Um, and you're right. It's that that is a credible moment. That's like that adds to his credibility of of, of Bausch looking around and him him, him kind of going. I say you're good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So to just pull the rug out from under yeah. him, um, it, it took a little bit of the of the fangs out of Boba Fett for me. Got it down. Uh, and so gone too soon. Again, even I think even if he's retconned, yeah. they've done such a great job of making the Mandalorian yeah. the most badass quote right, unquote right, right. Boba Fett that. Yeah. Uh, look, unless it becomes, unless uh, there's someday yeah. a like a Mandalorian versus Boba Fett, <laughs> and this is like Batman, Joker, Lex Luthor, Superman. Like these are the yin and the yang. X sever. You, you yep. took the you took the 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 piss right out of Boba Fett. So <laughs> gone too soon, and in a in uh, a McClunky fashion. Yeah. There we go. We're marking this time, December eighth, two thousand nineteen. <laughs> if something changes, we can come back to this moment. Um, the story. And of Boba I will. Fett. I will happily. Uh, I, well, but then, retract. then, but then, but it'll. But no, no, you don't need to retract. You'll be like, that's why. I put it there because it, it works. We wanted more. We there wanted more. Uh, that is a great list, Billy. I can't thank you enough for not, not only coming on, but pitching this topic idea. Uh, I love talking Star Wars with Billy Patterson. I hope you guys love listening to us talk. Uh, thank you for listening to the show, but also we want to remind you that the show uh, brought to you in part by uh, fine folks at Audible. If you want to listen to an audio book on us, go to audibletrial.com slash force center and go ahead and, and, and get the audio book version of uh, Revenge of the Sith. I'm assuming that's on there. Let's hope. If not, we need to get one recorded right away and put it on. Billy's right. A lot of good morsels in there. Billy works on a lot of cool shows. Billy Biz, tell him where to find all your hot takes. At Billy A. Patterson, Hot Takes with Billy Biz, the podcast. You can go back now, listen to the archives. Season mm. three. Nice. Coming real soon. There you go. You can follow me at Ken Napsock. If you have your own Gone Too Soon list, follow us at Force Center Pod on Twitter. Use the hashtag Star Wars Ranked. You can support on Patreon as well, patreon.com slash center. We have merch available on TeePublic. So that is it for this week. Star Wars has been ranked. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So... 
What are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.